Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. In the last episode, we read about the beginning of Alma's ministry to his people, and he helped us to understand how to know if we are ready for baptism, or for those of us already baptized, perhaps how to know whether we want to continue to press forward in the faith. Today, let's talk about two groups of people that face challenges in their lives and how they interacted with the Lord to overcome those challenges. One was Alma and his followers shortly after being baptized, and the other is King Limhi and his people. We're in the book of Mosiah, chapters 19 to 24. So after Alma had fled with his followers from King Noah, remember that King Noah was the son of Zenith, who had led a group of Nephites from the land of Zarahemla to search out the land of Nephi to reclaim their inheritance from the Lamanites. And unlike Zenith, Noah had turned into a wicked king and had turned his people into an idolatrous and promiscuous people. So after Abinadi is killed and Alma flees from King Noah, there begins to be a bit of a civil war amongst this small group of Nephites. Led by a man named Gideon, there's an uprising against King Noah for being such a lousy king. Eventually, King Noah is run out of town into exile, and his son Limhi takes over and makes a deal with the Lamanite king to pay a very high tribute of 50% of all their increase in exchange for being able to continue to live peaceably in the land of Nephi. Well, after a couple years of peace, the Lamanites begin to harass the people of Limhi. Quote, Now they durst not slay them because of the oath which their king had made unto Limhi, but they would smite them on their cheeks and exercise authority over them and began to put heavy burdens upon their backs and drive them as they would a dumb ass. Yea, all this was done that the word of the Lord might be fulfilled. End quote. Remember that the people of Limhi are the same people that wouldn't listen to the prophet Abinadi. So even though Limhi is a good king and may be starting to make progress with turning his people around, they're still pretty far away from the Lord. So rather than turning to the Lord to help them with their afflictions, they try to attack the Lamanites three different times, each time suffering major casualties and being driven back. So finally, they begin to cry to the Lord for help. Quote, And they did humble themselves even to the dust, subjecting themselves to the yoke of bondage, submitting themselves to be smitten, and to be driven to and fro, and burdened according to the desire of their enemies. And they did humble themselves even in the depths of humility, and they did cry mightily to God. Yea, even all the day long did they cry unto their God, that he would deliver them out of their afflictions. And now the Lord was slow to hear their cry because of their iniquities." Nevertheless, the Lord did hear their cries and began to soften the hearts of the Lamanites that they began to ease their burdens. Yet the Lord did not see fit to deliver them out of bondage, End quote. So the lesson I learned from this story is that we have to be consistent in our commitment to the Lord. We can't abandon our faith when things are going fine, like the people did under King Noah, and embrace all the temptations of the world and stop serving others, and then expect the Lord to hear our cries when things start getting hard again. The Lord may be, quote, slow to hear our cries because of our iniquities. In other words, we can't selectively choose to follow God when we really need him. We need to be consistent in our devotion and during the good times in our lives, take advantage of those blessings to help God's children around us. 
But I also learned from this story that even if we aren't the most consistent followers of Christ, and even if we do forget about God from time to time, and even if we start living in a way that goes against the teachings of Christ, Heavenly Father still loves us. And even if we don't really deserve the help, he will at least work to ease our burdens because of his love for us. He may allow us to continue to face our challenges so that we'll continue to learn from the experience, but he'll never abandon us completely. With Limhi and his people, their challenges with the Lamanites resulted in them starting the repentance process, trying to rebuild their relationship with God. And by the time Ammon arrived from the land of Zarahemla, Limhi and his people were finally ready. Quote, And now, since the coming of Ammon, King Limhi had also entered into a covenant with God, and also many of his people, to serve him and keep his commandments. And it came to pass that King Limhi and many of his people were desirous to be baptized as a witness and a testimony that they were willing to serve God with all their hearts. End quote. It's at this point, after they had suffered and learned the lessons they needed to learn from this experience, that God finally, through Ammon, helped deliver his people from bondage. Now let's shift gears and go back to Alma and his group of followers. After they had been baptized in the waters of Mormon that we read about in the last episode and escaped from King Noah, they began to be very prosperous. Alma had taught them, quote, that there should be no contention one with another, but that they should look forward with one eye, having one faith and one baptism, having their hearts knit together in unity and in love one towards another. And he commanded them that they should observe the Sabbath day and keep it holy. And also every day they should give thanks to the Lord their God. And that the people of the church should impart of their substance, every one according to that which he had, of their own free will and good desires towards God, to those that stood in need. And they did walk uprightly before God, imparting to one another both temporally and spiritually, according to their needs and their wants. End quote. So this was a good people, keeping the commandments of God, serving one another, and striving to have a close relationship with Heavenly Father. Quote, And it came to pass that they began to prosper exceedingly in the land. Nevertheless, the Lord seeth fit to chasten his people. Yea, he trieth their patience and their faith. Nevertheless, whosoever putteth his trust in him, the same shall be lifted up at the last day. End quote. So Alman is followers are eventually discovered by the former false priests of King Noah, who had themselves been living in exile, and their leader, Amulon, begins to persecute Alma's people and make their lives difficult again. Now, when I hear the previous verse of scripture that said, quote, the Lord seeth fit to chasten his people, yea, he trieth their patience and their faith, I don't necessarily think that means that God causes the challenges in our lives to occur. I don't think God led Amulon and the Lamanites to find Alma so that they could persecute them. But rather, I think God probably just allows difficult things to happen to us to allow us to grow, to make us confront our faith to determine how strong it really is, to identify how we can use our experiences to grow even closer to God and be able to serve others who may also be going through tough times. So even though Alma and his people were living righteously, the Lord still allowed bad things to happen to them. Quote, And now it came to pass that Amulon began to exercise authority over Alma and his brethren, and began to persecute him, and caused that his children should persecute their children. 
And it came to pass that so great were their afflictions that they began to cry mightily to God and did pour out their hearts to him. And he did know the thoughts of their hearts. And it came to pass that the voice of the Lord came to them in their afflictions, saying, Lift up your heads and be of good comfort. For I know of the covenant which ye have made unto me. And I will covenant with my people and deliver them out of bondage. And I will also ease the burdens which are put upon your shoulders, that even you cannot feel them upon your backs, even while you are in bondage. And this will I do that ye may stand as witnesses for me hereafter. And that ye may know of a surety that I, the Lord God, do visit my people in their afflictions. And now it came to pass that the burdens which were laid upon Alma and his brethren were made light. Yea, the Lord did strengthen them, that they could bear up their burdens with ease, and they did submit cheerfully and with patience to all the will of the Lord. End quote. So this is really interesting. Because Alma and his followers had been so obedient and committed to serving God during their years of prosperity, when the challenging times hit, the Lord immediately began to help them. Unlike with Limhi and his people, the Lord was not slow to hear the prayers of Alma's people, but immediately began to help them. Rather than free them from their bondage, however, the Lord chose to give them strength so that they could bear up their burdens with ease. God knew there was a lesson here for Alma's people, and perhaps even for Alma, to learn. He wanted them to learn that, quote, the Lord God does visit his people in their afflictions. Perhaps God knew that if Alma and his people could learn this valuable lesson now, then for the rest of their lives, they would be able to stand as witnesses of God's power and love for his children. They would teach their children this and create a new generation of followers of Christ. Eventually, God did deliver Alma and his people from their bondage, but not until, quote, they could bear up their burdens with ease, and they did submit cheerfully and with patience to all the will of the Lord, end quote. The Lord refined his people through this experience so that they could travel to the land of Zarahemla and build his church amongst the Nephites. Okay, so whether you and I are more like Limhi's people, casual in our commitment to God, or like Alma's people, who are strongly devoted since they were baptized, we all may face challenges in our lives. And God may allow that to happen, to see how we react, to help us learn the individual lesson you or I need to become stronger in our faith, to be able to better serve God's children later. But the important thing to remember is that he's always there and aware of our situation. Whether he's slow to hear our cries like with Limhi or quick to ease our burdens like with Alma, he will intercede in our lives in the way we need. It's just a question of whether we can keep our trust in the Lord during our challenging times long enough to see the impact in our life, even when his ways may not coincide with our desires. Can we trust that the Lord will ease our burdens enough or that he'll give us the strength we need to, quote, submit cheerfully and with patience to all the will of the Lord? This, fortunately or unfortunately, is part of what it means to be a follower of Christ and to accept his invitation to follow him. As Christ faced challenges in his life, so shall we. But like Christ, we too can be lifted up and saved by Heavenly Father. For Christ, that didn't happen until he died. For us, our challenges may or may not go away during this life, but through our faith, we can learn what we need to be able to continue to be happy and help God's children who may also be going through challenges of their own. Thanks for listening today, and don't forget to share this episode with someone you think might benefit. See you next time.